Alrighty team, what is happening? I hope you're all keeping well. First and foremost, I want to thank you for joining me here today. It really does mean a lot to me when people give up their time to listen in to what I have to say. And I had actually forgotten how much I enjoyed recording these podcasts. I had built it up in my own head that this was going to be a massive chore and it was going to create a load of extra work for me, but I'm actually finding myself looking forward to the days that I'm recording these. And to be completely honest, I'm still fairly shaky with recording them. Like every 10 or 15 minute podcast has taken me at least an hour and a half, two hours to be able to, to record by the time I do all the retakes and everything else. But that's why I wanted to do these standalone episodes first to help build my confidence before I start bringing in other guests. So today, what I want to talk to you about is my struggles as a teacher, because right now I'm working predominantly with teachers. And a question that I get asked quite often is why that is. I'm a big believer that you can only coach from a place that you've authentically been yourself. So there's a reason that I don't advertise looking for vegan marathon runners to come and join my program because I've never walked in their shoes. And it would be very unfair for me as a coach to expect that I could just understand the struggles and the strains that a vegan marathon runner would go through. However, in my teaching career, I had two very contrasting experiences. I started off teaching in the UK for two years. I'd gone there straight after finishing my degree. And as a newly qualified teacher, to go straight over to the UK to start teaching, you were being thrown straight off the deep end. There were some incredibly high teaching demands put upon us. The bar was set very high from us from the offset. And that was just the way things were done over there. But the work days were very long. We often came in on weekends to pick up the slack. I was constantly up to my eyeballs and marking. If it wasn't marking, it was data entry. If it wasn't data entry, it was dealing with parents. These are all things that I'm sure that you can relate to. But thrown in on top of that was the fact that I was teaching subjects I had never taught before. I was a trained woodwork and technical graphics teacher, but I was teaching woodwork, metalwork and plastics on top of teaching half a timetable of maths as well. And what I found out from working with so many teachers in the past is that when your teaching demands are very high, it's very hard for you to stay on top of your own personal standards. And at this time, my personal standards were non-existent. I had actually sacked off my training towards the end of my final year in college because I had to focus in on getting my thesis written and I had to focus on final year exams. And I'd been waiting for the right time to get back into training. But surprise, surprise, the perfect time never came. So I was dealing with all this new stress of starting my first ever full-time job, moving to a new country, dealing with a new curriculum, dealing with teaching new subjects. And I was doing nothing to look after myself. And this quickly led me to experience one of the lowest points in my life that I had ever experienced. And it almost felt like instead of just hitting rock bottom and getting yourself out of there, I hit rock bottom and I feel like I just dragged along the bottom for quite some time in that I lost all my driving life something that was completely new to me I never had any energy my diet was awful I was wasn't training I wasn't exercising I gained weight quite quickly I got very unfit quite quickly and my self-confidence and my self-worth were at an all-time low and this to me was all very frustrating as well because I had had periods in my life where I absolutely loved my training and I had seen the benefits from it I felt better I was getting stronger, I was starting to see results. But no matter how many times I tried, it just felt like I just couldn't get the momentum to keep showing up. I'd get myself hyped on a Monday, I'd go to the gym, I'd smash out a session, I might show up maybe once or twice more after that and I wouldn't be seen again for two or three months. And this went on for so long that I had actually collected a series of photos on my phone which were supposed to be before photos, but the after never came. So I just had a set of photos where I was getting bigger and bigger 
as the months went on. And there was a couple of reasons for this. At the time I was chasing perfection, it was a case of, sure, if I can't train four days this week, I've got a friend's birthday at the weekend, what's the point of even trying? Or I made a slip up in my diet, I'm never going to be able to stick to this, I'm just going to give up on it. I was blaming everything but myself because it was a much easier story to tell myself that I'm just too busy at work or I don't have the time to do it or I can't afford to eat healthy, I can't afford a gym membership, I can't afford a trainer. And I had no clear vision. I didn't understand the importance of the why behind the goals. So I was just showing up, doing a bunch of exercises and just hoping for the best. So in January 2017, it was probably the only New Year's resolution that I've ever stuck to. I said I needed to get back in the gym. I need to accept that there's never going to be a right time to do this. Things aren't going to be perfect at the beginning but I just need to build momentum as I go and I just need to stick with this. The why at the time that got me back into the gym was the fact that I was just after interviewing for a job in Dubai and I was like, I am in the worst shape of my life right now. I cannot go to a sunny country feeling like this. And I had to take ownership of my actions. I couldn't continue to blame everything else when in reality I was in this position because of the actions and the decisions that I had been making myself and it was only me that could get myself out of it. But once I made that change, I then managed to build up a little bit of momentum. I got back into training. I started to enjoy it again. I started to notice some benefits. I had better energy. I was feeling better about myself. A couple of compliments started to come in and then I got hooked. But there was still a considerable knowledge gap. Even though I had quite a bit of training experience at this stage, I had been I'd had a lot of inconsistent bouts of training from like the age of 14 to 20 and now I was back into the gym again. I still hadn't a clue what I had to do to fuel myself correctly. I still didn't realise the importance of the mindset element, the vision. And if I'd known then what I know now, if I had got a coach at that time, what I'd learned in those initial six or seven years, I probably would have learned in a handful of months. So I was back in a good routine of training, but to be honest, results were quite slow because it took a lot of trial and error for me to figure out what worked well in terms of diet and in terms of lifestyle as well, because I enjoy a drink, I enjoy going out for food. And it took me a long time to be able to find that right balance to be able to juggle both, which brings me on to the struggles that I had while teaching in Dubai. And when I moved to Dubai, my mentality in terms of teaching had completely changed. I'd moved over for life experience rather than professional experience. And by God, did I get a good life experience in my first year over here. So I was out, I was living it up every weekend. I was out drinking two or three nights most weeks. And I adopted this mentality that if I'm going to overdo it during on the weekends, I'm going to overdo it during the week to make up for it. So I was training six days a week. I was taking off six gym sessions. I was doing two hit sessions. I was playing football for a little bit of time as well. And to look at me, you wouldn't even have thought that I was training. Or at least that's how I felt. And after the first year, it felt very much like I was not seeing the fruits of my labor. And this didn't sit well with me. And it was clear that something had to change. So in my second year over here, I started to rein things in a little bit. I started to go out less. I started to train smarter rather than harder. I really got into reading self-development books, reading, listening to educational podcasts. And I soon realized that the mindset element was just as important as the sets, the reps, the calories, or the macros. And it was around this time that I'd come to the realization that even though I was living a very good lifestyle, I was making very good money, I'd found myself a fantastic partner, I had a fantastic group of friends around me, I still felt very unfulfilled. And there's a quote from a Brian Keane podcast that I will always remember, and it was that your ladder is up against the wrong wall. 
and that really hit home for me. There were certain elements of the teaching that I did enjoy, but I was certainly not passionate about teaching computer science, which is what I had been teaching while over here in Dubai. And it should have been glaringly obvious to me at this point as well, because any free time I ever had in school or at home was spent learning about all things health and fitness. So much so that when I went and I actually got my PT qualification, I didn't learn a whole pile from it. The real learning started to occur when I started to work as a personal trainer. And I was very fortunate as a personal trainer to get a lot of experience working with a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life with a lot of very different goals. But during this time, I started to realize that the people that I could serve the best were people who'd been through similar struggles to myself. And that is teachers who struggle to get the right balance either between their health and fitness and their work life or their health and fitness and their personal life. People who are sick of doing the work and not getting the results, who've struggled to stay consistent in the past on their own because they lack the vision, they lack the support and the accountability of someone who has achieved the same result and now has helped hundreds of others to achieve a very similar result as well. These are the type of people that I'm 100% certain I can help achieve a life-changing result nobody is accepted onto my program unless i've got that level of certainty so that is a very long-winded response to why it is i work specifically with teachers if you'd like to find out more feel free to drop me a message on instagram at pmorept again thank you so much for listening and i hope you will join me again for the next episode